Welcome to the Vince Del Monte Podcast Show, where each week we bring you the raw and real experiences, lessons, and timeless principles every man needs to master the five M's of manhood. By sharing conversations with the world's most successful people pursuing the five M's, you'll build muscle faster, achieve a winner's mindset, increase your money, dominate your mission, and go the distance with your marriage. My name is Vince Del Monte, entrepreneur, author, pro fitness model, and father. And I've helped tens of thousands of men transform their bodies and lives through muscle, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. Strategy versus tactics. Have you ever seen somebody get into something and immediately they kind of take off and then you see other people kind of sputter along and then other people fade away? In any profession, it's like that, whether it's sales, car salesman, whether it's modeling, whether it's singing, whatever it is. So what happens in that case? So let's take a look at it from an analytical point of view. So let's make this strategy and then we have tactics. Let me explain strategy first. Strategy is your overall plan of attack in the way that you intend to have something happen. So let's say if everybody on this call, our strategy is to get to Clearwater at the end of January. So if that's the strategy and you just got in your car and started driving without using your GPS or whatever, and you just went on instinct by trying to follow the roads, I'm assuming most of you can get there, but it's going to take a long, long time and it's going to be super painful because you're going to waste a lot of gas. You're probably going the wrong direction. You may never even get there. Then tactics, the difference between the strategy and the tactic, tactics work really well when they're part of an overall strategy. So if we're in the same example, if we're still trying to get the clear water, my tactic may be, for, how do I get from New Jersey to Delaware? And then once I get to Delaware, I can kind of assess the situation and say, okay, now that I'm in Delaware, now how do I get to, because I, I could think of the map in my head from when I was a kid, say, well, well how do I get to Maryland? Then I, okay, which roads kind of go like southeast? Let's start fiddling around with that till we get to Maryland. So once we get to Maryland, then I can start thinking about how do I get to Virginia? Then how do I get to North Carolina, South Carolina? And eventually I can get there, but with GPS, I can get the clear water from this house right here in 21 hours. But the way I'm trying to do it with no GPS, it may take weeks. So in your business, Let's take a look at strategy and tactics. So these are good tactics. These are bad tactics. So if a person has a clear strategy on what they want to achieve. So I want everybody, if you got this quadrant written down, you have a clear strategy that you want to achieve. Write it next to the word strategy on either side. doesn't matter. So you can write the word down there. So whether it's 10K a month, have 100 clients in your program, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, write that down. A person with a really good strategy with bad tactics, they're going to win, but here's the challenge. It's going to be slow and painful. <laughs> it is. It's, just, it, it, it's going to be slow and painful Like, because um, they know what they want. They're very clear, but they don't have good tactics. So when you think of tactics, think of, I like to call it your daily routines. Years ago, I had the chance to see a guy named Mike Murdoch. And he said, and you all want to write this down, your success or your failure is hidden in your daily routine. Your success or your failure is hidden in your daily routine. So if I had all of you keep track of your time with a Fitbit or something that went off every 30 minutes for the next two weeks, 
and I analyzed it. And if you were 100% honest with me, I can tell you within 10 minutes what's going wrong, what's going right, what's keeping you back, and what's moving you forward in 10 minutes. And I've done this with top-level executives all the way down to helping homeless people get back on their feet to get a job. So it, it's worked in all those contexts. So look at your daily routine. Start keeping track of all of your time. And you'll start to see that your success or your failure is hidden in your daily routine. So that's the first thing. Now, if a person has a bad strategy in bad tactics, you're going to lose your business. And it's going to be quick and, in most cases, embarrassing. <laughs> why do I laugh when you say this? <laughs> no, the reason why it's going to be, it's going to be embarrassing is, is this, right? Because a lot of people in this scenario like to announce to the world what they're going to do. Ah. <laughs> now, let's all be honest here, folks. This is just families. No one else on this call. If you're an announcer, nobody's going to admit it right now after that, right? But if you're an announcer, say me. I got a, I got a, I got a way to fix that for you right quick. But if you're an announcer, say me. So truth be told, <laughs> that's announcer. me. I'm an announcer. I uh, Me too. I do. Every time I'm going to do something, I'm going to take on the world. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And when it doesn't work, it's always embarrassing. You hide from your family for a little bit. You know, they, they, they look at you and they go, Isa. I know and you know that I know that you know that I know that you know that it didn't work. As long as we both know that, we're cool. <laughs> I've, been, I've been on the wrong side of that too many times. Um, in my life, I've had 19 different businesses. Five of them succeeded, and those are the ones I kept. So I've been on that quick loss side. So then we go here to where you have you know, bad strategy and bad tactics, you lose quickly. Now you have good tactics, but bad strategy. Here's what happens. You have what I call bursts hmm. of activity. So this is how your business looks. Anybody on this phone right now, I'm old school, so I always say phone, just so you know. Um, so anybody on this conference call or Zoom, how many people income has this roller coaster effect? Just type in here, roller coaster, or RSC for roller coaster. Let's just be honest, roller coaster, right? So here's what I learned in entrepreneurism. And this is the most important thing I might say for the rest of the year. Artificial peaks have real valleys. Let me say that again. Artificial peaks have real valleys. Wow. So what that means is this. When you have those bursts of activities, this is what happens. Now tell the truth. You get up, you find out that you made like $1,500, $2,000, $5,000. And you just got out of bed. It's like, oh, yeah, this is my month. Woo! So you get all excited. I'm going to catch up on my bills. I'm going to tell my boss how I really feel about them. I can't wait to get to work, right? That's what you're saying to yourself, right? And then you find out when you get home, oh, they refunded. But you already quit your job. Uh-oh. So um, <laughs> I've been, I've, I'm telling you that because that, that was me at one point. So, um. You, you got to be consistent, right? So what I, what I always tell people, again, if you look here, right, look at your daily routine. Because without getting ultra deep on this call, I, I make it small. So you have this thing called locus of control. If you never heard of that, that means things you can actually control. 
So this is your routine, your actions, your behaviors, things of that nature. Here's the problem. Most of us worry about this right here, a locus of influence. Mm. You can only influence. Like Vince can say to me, hey, Corb, I'm going to need you to do bench, tricep dips, bent over rows, do this many sets, do this, this, this for the next four weeks while your legs, while your knees repair themselves. You don't want to put no weight on the bottom part of your body, blah, blah, blah. Now, he can only influence me to do that. But I have to make the decision within my locus of control if I'm going to do that activity. But here's the problem with social media, and here's what's beautiful about social media all at the same time. It's this last ring that no one ever talks about, right? And when I think of this ring, this is called out of control. So that's the OOC. You have no control over that stuff. So in many regards, you have no control over whether somebody's going to like your post or not like your post. What you could do inside of yourself is know that you put the right activities together to put out a, a post that's powerful, poignant, purposeful, passionate for the right people. That's all you can do. And then your influence which some other day we may talk about becoming an attractive character, but your influence over those people or how they feel about you will determine what kind of feeling they'll get from that post. Here's a perfect example. If you've ever had a text fight, that's the best kind, right? Type in me. <laughs> that was definitely me. So the text it, fight. <laughs> a text fight. Well, Vince, you don't get that option. You, you, you live with her. So you can't, you can't, you, you got to face the music, right? So, so, so here's the thing with a text fight, right? When you have a text fight, tell the truth. In your brain, everything that you read from their text sounds like this. That's how it sounds, right? Because you're fighting. So inside of your control, you're trying to influence what they say. Now, you can only influence it, right? But it's inside of your control to say, what are they really trying to say? But because you're pissed or upset or whatever it is, you're going to see the worst version of whatever they wrote. So when you can control your own activities, you can only influence or hopefully the way it comes across to people, that influence that you have, the way people see you, if they like you, they'll look for the best in you. If they don't like you, they'll look for the worst. Everybody here has had a post where somebody wrote them and said, you talking about me? Not really. I got, I got 11,000 friends. Like, why would I be talking about you? <laughs> <laughs> You're not that important. Jeez. That's what happens, right? So, but this is where we all want to get to the holy grail, I call it, right? When you have good strategy and good tactics, here's where, here's, here's the breakthrough. You win quickly. Hmm. Three things you can do to win quickly daily routine. Have a consistent daily routine. Have a very clear strategy. And most importantly, take time out every day to work on you improve your mindset because the one thing I know I don't know a lot of stuff but the one thing I absolutely know is in the last 30 days everybody on this call for at least five minutes has wanted to quit what you doing if if I'm not telling the truth say not me (laughs) everybody because you know why because there are days I know Vince would never say it to me but when I see him Still working at 1.30 in the morning. I'm going, dude, what are you doing? Like, you just was up at 6.30. It's 1.30. Are you still working? Like, don't you just want to stop for today? But you know what? 
he's an animal, so he just never stops. He, I think he probably goes to sleep and they have to wake him up and say, come upstairs to bed. He just probably falls asleep right at the desk because he's, he's that driven to get to where he wants to go. It's funny. I've been sleeping in the basement the last couple of weeks. <laughs> See, you just, you just nonstop working. And so here is the most important thing in this whole thing I'm saying, because a correct strategy, you can control about where you want to go. You can control the direction of your compass. You can point it north. And then if you know it's clear and it's pointing north, true north, is, as it's called, now you can start to create plans to get there because you know where you want to go. If you look at the Mayans, if you look at the Southern Africans, if you look at the people in Southern South America, years like way before all of these people reading the books, they had circumnavigated the whole entire globe more than 5,000 years ago. How did they do that? Because if you can follow the stars and understand where they're located, you can understand where you are. So just like the stars with your goal you can find true north and work towards that direction because you can see it out there. And if you work towards that goal and you can see it out there, you can have it. See, because, and, I, and I, I'm saying this as respectfully as possible. I don't believe my creator will give me the ability to see something and believe in something that I can't eventually achieve if I don't work my behind off for it. That's mm. what I believe. Because you, you don't have the ability to see something that you can't have. That's very important. So that's what you need to focus on. Find your true north. I think I'm one of the best at helping people do that. It's up for debate. Got three other people say they're better than me. So at least I'm fourth best. So when you look at your goals, please. Please understand what your true north is, because when you get the strategy right, here's the worst case scenario. You completely eliminate this box if you at least got a good strategy. So the worst case scenario, you're either going to do it slow and painful because your tactics aren't good. But that's the beauty of our, our mastermind. We have the right tactics at the right time to go with your strategy to get your dream. So we have all of those things here tactically speaking, but we can't decide on what your true north is. You have to do that. And then once I know what that is, then I could take my 27 years and half a million dollars of education and bring all of that to bear on your dream and try to give you the right strategy and the right tactics to achieve your goal. That's my job. Your job is to have a clear dream. And then so if you look at that, so you're either going to win fast or you're going to win slow. So the way you, you notice how the slow and painful and the burst of activity kind of go together because you're artificially high for that month and then it comes down, you, that, that's the slow and painful part. So if I could show you and you work with us, I get you to 5,000 to 6,000 on a consistent basis, 8,000, 10,000, it keeps going up that way. That's a much better way to plan out your future than 15,000 this month, zero, 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 15,000. That's enough to give you gray hair in your 20s. I'm here to help you in any way I can. That's my 15 minutes as of three, two, one. That's my 15 minutes. And back to you, Vince, unless I have questions. That's awesome. Hey, yeah, questions for Corby. Let's absolutely take two or three. I think one of the big things for, uh, for us, I, I know when I shared this with the Seven Figure Mastermind members, a lot of eyes lit up because um, you see those. Um, I love uh, Corby's analogy. But you know the guy that, you know, the burst of activity guy? You know who that is in the gym? You mm -hmm. guys know who that guy is in the gym? 
it's the guy that does, you know, 315 on the bench press once. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a lot of noise when he does it. Right. He's the guy in the gym who, uh, or the guy on Instagram that makes, makes sure the entire world knows you move the bar, you know, for one rep. And while the bar only moved about three inches, I'm like, yeah, it better be heavy because the bar hardly moved, <laughs> hardly moved anywhere. <laughs> you can barely actually move the, the bar any distance. So better have a couple plates on each side. And that's the guy that what happens gets hurt. And everyone's like, where'd that guy go? Wasn't that guy benching 315 just yesterday? And then guy's gone. He's disappeared because he blew out his elbow. He's too embarrassed to tell everybody. So uh, we, we want to really make sure where that guy is going slow and steady. Right. That's how you build an unbeatable organization. Okay. Go for it, uh, Ronnie. Um, we're going to have, um, just unmute yourself, Ronnie. Um, tonight's going to be really fun and interactive. Uh, let's just get two questions here. Uh, Abby one, also has a question. One from Ronnie, one from Abby. Oh, I didn't have a question. I was just saying that was awesome. Okay, so, great. Um, unmute yourself, Abby. Hey, so yeah, I had a question about the burst of activity. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I struggle sometimes with that because like you said, I'm trying to create and find this balance of like being consistent throughout the week, but I, I really want to be intentional with my life, reality speaking on the weekend, like with family, with my relationship, you know, with God and being in the moment, but still mm -hmm. focusing on business. And so I'm trying to find this um, balance of not having bursts of activity, but having a set routine of like, Yes, I'm going to post a lot. Yes, I'm going to be consistent, but not to where it's consuming myself right now as I'm like starting up everything, you know? So how could I figure out like maintaining a steady level of consistency and not going from like, oh, I missed, you know, Saturday evening and Sunday. And now I feel like I have to catch up because I haven't, you know, done it those days, I guess. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a wonderful question now. Time. Everybody's heard the old analogy. If you could look it up on YouTube, just look about look up big rocks. The the old story about the big rocks in the jar. I'm sure you've heard that before, right, Abby? You you can unmute yourself because it's me. You have the conversation. Big rocks. The big rocks with the in the jar about time management and stuff like that. Never. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> before my I didn't time. Grow up, I didn't grow up in the United okay. States. So if it's a if it's an American thing, I. No, no, they use it everywhere. Okay, so it's a teacher talking to a student. And he says, I want you to put as much of this stuff in the jar as you possibly can. So he had sand, he had pebbles, he had big rocks. So the student goes, okay. So he takes the sand, he immediately starts to pour it in there. And 10 seconds later, the whole jar is filled. He says, well, what about the big rocks? And what about the pebbles? He says, well, it's no more space. So the professor says, wait a minute, wait a minute. So he poured all the sand back out. And say, okay, let's put all the big rocks in there first. They put all the big rocks in there first, Abby, right? Then once they got all the big rocks in there, the guy says, see, it's full. He says, no, 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 wait, wait. So then he took the medium-sized pebbles and he poured them in and he wiggled the jar, you know, wiggled the jar and then all the pebbles got in there. He says, but it's full. You still don't have the sand in there. And then he put the sand in and kept wiggling the jar and massaging it and, you know, working it. And then eventually he had all of the stuff in that jar. And the guy said, that was amazing. The professor said to the student, when you put the big rocks in first, then you have space to put other things in. But if you let all the little things get in there first, you have no space for the big rocks. You understand, Abby? Yeah, so here's what happens. You take the things in your life that are non-negotiables. 
So I want everybody right here, right now, on your sheet of paper, if you can, write three or four things in your life that are non-negotiable. So I heard you say spiritual time before Abby. Yeah. I heard you, heard you say family time. Mm-hmm. You have a regular job also? Yes. Okay. I, quit my, I quit one of my jobs and I still have um, one that I do online in the early mornings. Okay. So one job, that's a non-negotiable because it pays bills right now mm-hmm. and whatever else, right? So everybody here, when you, after this call, I want you to kind of get a calendar or whatever and put the big rocks in first. And then once you put the big rocks, so let's say Sunday, this, this part of the day is scheduled off of spiritual activities. Then you said you work Monday, let's say, to Friday mornings with the other job. So that's non-negotiable. Um, let's call Saturday family time to here, right? So those are non-negotiable. Do you work out? Yeah, I train Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and then off days I do gym. Okay, she's dangerous too. Um, so, uh, <laughs> okay, so when you do that at night or in the morning? I train uh, jujitsu. E- either one, it's fine. Uh, usually six thirty to eight thirty. So you said three days a week. Uh, four. Okay, so let's let's do just for argument's sake. I'm gonna just say Tuesday through Friday. Okay. So now, now these hours are gone, and then you go to the gym somewhere here on Monday. So now these are the now when you look at this this thing here now this this calendar, these times right here, like here, uh, here, these are times of the week where you can get small pockets of business done, right? Here, yeah. I assume you might go out and party on Saturday, but we're just gonna for for, for fun now. I'm just so you old don't. lady. I don't party. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what you do now everybody i want you to go online sometime today or tomorrow and look up pomodoro technique that's spelled italian for tomato pomodoro oh dude we gotta hang out a little bit more pomodoro pomodoro <laughs> oh, pom- oh i'm sorry pomodoro <laughs> pomodoro okay so over, uh, over for dinner corby <laughs> pomodoro I'm a daughter. There you go. So, oh dear, Del Monte. That's as, that's as Italian as you get. Okay, so um, Del Monte. <laughs> that's how you say it. Oh, I've been beating your name up already. Oh gosh. Well, uh, I, I was saying my name wrong for thirty years, and thought my dad says, "What the heck are you saying, Del Monte? That's the way the Canadians say it. Del Monte. Don't you know anything?" <laughs> so we got the Pomodoro technique. So this is how it works. You take twenty-five minutes of hard work. And then you do five minutes of non-related activity. And then you repeat this times four, and you get two hours of effective work. Short, quick, powerful bursts. Now, when you look at your life, these usually work in sets of two or four better. So you either do 25, five, 25, 25, five. That's an hour. That makes sense? So here, here you go, Abby. So you, you said you put out content how many days a week? Um, I try to do five days a week. Okay, so let's take, so for argument's sake, we're going to say this one hour here is you're going to do a session of 25 or break in two times, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to do that twice. So in that time, what you need to do, and this is for everybody, because you have a limited time and you usually work in two things, what you want to do is compress and collapse everything around you. So that means turn off every distraction possible that you can get rid of. 
unless you're specifically responding to like Instagram inquiries or Facebook inquiries, if that's what you're doing with the 25 minutes, just do that. But you cannot scroll your timeline. You can't nothing. Just focus on that one thing for 25 hard minutes. What happens is with, without getting ultra deep, but when you eliminate distractions and you allow your mind to just focus on one thing, your mind will start to process 25 to 38.2% faster than it would in a distracted environment. So what happens is it collapses time. So in an hour, you can get three hours of work done if you're super focused. So people here who say, I ain't got no time to do what I want to do online. This is how you do it right here. So if you can take two or three hours every day and look through your week, your goal is to get to a point where you can do, we're going to call it 25, five times two. We're going to call this one unit of work. Is everybody clear on that one? Just type yes in the comments. If you're clear on what one unit of work is. Okay, great. So your job is to find somewhere between 10 and 15 units of work a week that you could be absolutely focused. Here's what I will promise you. If you find 15 focused hours of work, your business will start to move forward rapidly. Because again, I don't like to use word like laws when I'm talking about metaphysical principles, but consistency over time will yield powerful proven results. I'm not going to say law of consistency. That just sounds ridiculous every time I hear somebody say that, but the consistency I know will bring results because I've seen fat people get skinny and in shape. I've seen what consistency can do for, for all kinds of people, basketball, football, baseball, businessmen, salespeople. So that consistency will help you get there. But if you stay consistent to this 10 to 15 hours, you can still have the rest of your life. Because when you break it down, if you did two sessions a week, that's 10 hours already. Now you got the weekend all weekend anyway. So now you can do two hours on Saturday and three hours on Sunday. And you got your 15 hours. And then remember, big rocks. So on Sunday, you do your big rocks for the week, which is your content strategy. Your content strategy, whatever you're going to be posting, right? And then Monday, you, you can say, I'm going to build out, the, you can build out the frameworks on Sunday for all of your posts for the week. And then that way you can consistently and conscientiously come up with a theme that's going to be riding throughout the week. So this week you're going to be talking about, I can't say the word, so I'm not going to use it this time. Hyper, how you say it, Vince? Hypertrophy? Am I saying it right? Yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> so if you're going to be talking about that all week, you're going to do five strategically different types of posts about hypertrophy. And then on Friday, usually when people get paid, haha, that's when you can do your CTA's call to action for people to buy stuff if that's when you're going to do it. Because I try to do it around the same time people get paid. So if they have a yes, <laughs> they can actually pay me and give me some money. So that's a little trick there. So and then throughout the week, now you got your big rocks laid. So now Monday through Friday is all about the execution, good strategy on Sunday. And then your daily routine, you're just implementing the strategy. And then you work on you throughout the week to make that strategy come into realization. That all makes sense, Abby? Yeah. I like how you broke it down very specifically. That's helpful. You're absolutely welcome.